0: Hello, and welcome to The First Right Podcast, a weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration of America. I'm your host, Jerry Ewalt, and today we are blessed to have on the show, Nick Jivas, investigative journalist and podcaster, who has an amazing story to tell. Nick, welcome to the show. Jerry, thank you so much for having Uh, me. It's great to have you. And I know we've gotten to know each other over the last couple months, uh, but you have a really interesting story to tell, and I'd love for you to tell the audience.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's been quite a journey, Jerry. I uh, battled spinal cancer as a teenager, and uh, even in between broke my back. But uh, long story short, fast forward, I'm in my 20s, and I'm getting scans saying I'm clean, I'm fine, you know, nothing had come back. But little did I know, 20-plus tumors had returned to my spine. Mm. And uh, I was an intern for Tucker Carlson at the time, back when he was transitioning off his bow tie days to the longer tie days. <laughs> Nobody knew him as much. Right. And uh, I just begged him. I said, please, I need a doctor I, at Hopkins. I don't have a surgeon. I need help. And somebody there named Alex Pappas helped me with Tucker to get in touch with Ben Carson and he called me one night and he said to me uh, Nick he predicted my treatment five years out which was amazing Ben Carson Ben Carson him. called me a gentle Ben and he was like you know hello Nick this is dr. Carson is that soft voice he had <laughs> yeah. and he said that uh, you're in the best place to be medical technology will save you but it's your prayer life that's going to carry you through it can I pray wow. with you now and he prayed with me and uh, later I got a student of his uh, that was a doctor at the hospital. I don't know how much he had to do with it, but I think he did step in. He never mm. said it. And uh, from there, I just started my career in conservative journalism. And I got to meet so many interesting people after that medical journey that it was just, it was amazing. It was just an amazing ride. Yeah,
0: I, quite a journey you're on. So walk me through a little bit. So you, you, you were diagnosed with cancer. And then you broke your back. Was that related
1: to the cancer? Yes, actually, I uh, got an infection in my spine after they took out a few tumors and they said uh, they had removed some hardware. I asked, can I play basketball? I was an athlete. They said, yeah, go, you'll be fine. You may need a fusion when you're 50. And uh, I broke my back, playing ball. And I had to have a spinal fusion. They took my rib and my hip bone and fused it to my spine. And uh, in between, I, I got Lyme disease, uh, we got into an auto wreck that almost killed my father and I, a girl was texting and, and just obliterated the car. It's like a Coca-Cola can, I'm still shocked we walked away from that. But uh, yeah, I've danced with the Reaper quite a bit and I'm still here. So
0: Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, you were literally being attacked from all sides uh, and, and you survived that. What was going through your mind as you were going through all these treatments and setbacks and... And broken backs. What was going through your mind? It was a big roller coaster,
1: Jerry. It was up and down. You know, There were days where I was so thankful to be alive. Uh, you know, it felt yeah. like I was high as the kite, you know, high as the cloud. But then other days that I did question my faith and why this was happening to me and what I was going to do with it. Mm. But uh, my family, my family helped me through it. Uh, specifically my parents, my siblings, brother and sister, Tom and Alicia. But my grandmother, she was a mother of 12. Yeah. I have 40 first cousins, huge family. All of them helped. But she became a Carmelite nun. My grandfather passed away. Really? She's like a personal Yoda, writing me letters like Paul. (laughs) I mean, I'd get five letters to every one I would send back in this cursive from the 40s. And she knew how to keep me above water and how to keep me uh, faithful.
0: Amazing, right? I can imagine anyone going through that, but you had a great support network. So family was a big piece of it. Huge. Uh, But you talked a little bit about Ben Carson and... um... And Tucker, so interesting how you were able to connect with all these people in conservative journalism, which is what you do right now. So tell me a little bit about that journey and the connections you were able to make and the support they gave you. That
1: was great, too. Uh, When I got sick after being an intern at the Daily Caller, where Tucker Carlson used to uh, work, and he was leading the charge there before he went to Fox, uh, they gave me a full-time job after I had my surgeries at Hopkins and had some proton radiation therapy. They gave me a two-year gig, and I wrote 2,000 stories for the website. I worked like a dog. And (laughs) just as Tucker was leaving for Fox, I got to leave with him, and I worked there for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, For my own personal reasons, I walked away from Fox, and I went to go work at Project Veritas, and I met James O'Keefe and yet another pillar and a friend of someone to keep me afloat. And then when I moved on from there, I worked a little bit on the Hill, and then I met Dinesh D'Souza. So it just kept becoming – he was actually my first interview. I interviewed him from confinement when he was uh, being persecuted by the (laughs) Obama administration. And, I, and getting to work for all these people that you see through a screen, I knew it had to be God. It wasn't me, Absolutely. it was my talent. It was that Holy Spirit pushing me and keeping me in the game. And now I'm proud to call them all my, my friends and mentors. Absolutely.
0: I mean, the, the career development uh, that you went through as a result of all these uh, the, the, the injuries and the, the cancers and uh, uh, is, is truly amazing. Like you said, only God can guide someone down those paths. And that's, that's quite amazing. Uh, you experienced a lot with the healthcare system, yes. I'm, I'm guessing. So uh, tell me a little bit about that experience and you know, how does that relate to what people are experiencing now with COVID? What are your thoughts?
1: Sure. Well, in the 2000s and in the 2010s, it was normal, right? Someone in the white coat, they're smart, mm-hmm. they're there to save you, they're there to help you. What they're giving you is good for you. Um, I was given fentanyl before it was called a street drug. I, you mm-hmm. know, it was approved and it's a horrible drug, mm-hmm. even for people that are in extreme pain. I would reserve it for someone that was more uh, you know, terminal. Mm. But they were giving it out like candy, and uh, a lot of overprescribing. A lot of you're a number to them. Yeah. Every day before radiation, I had to step up and state my number and my gender. Really? And I made friends with the lady when she asked me one day. She asked me gender for the twentieth time, and I looked down. I said, "Still male." <laughs> and she laughed, and we we kind of became friends. Yeah. But it was like Shawshank Redemption. You're a number to them. Wow. And now you you didn't say political before. Now you can tell a doctor's politics. Are they mm. double masked? Are they asking you about your history? Are they challenging your option not to take the COVID shot? Are they pushing more medication on you? Are they trying to incorporate yeah. your spiritual battle as well as your physical? Um, and I don't hold it against doctors that are, you know, not of my stripe, but yeah. some of them are good. A lot of them are in it for the money, unfortunately, and their politics have now come into it as well, and it, it creates that like a, a passage, a bridge that can't be yeah. crossed. So it's it's sad. I hope more people get into medicine that are empathetic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Nick, I think uh, it's, it's amazing, again, looking at your journey and all the things that God's put you through. And uh, we're, we're blessed to have you as part of the Restoration of America family. So uh, we, we know for, for a fact that he put you here for those reasons. And, and we appreciate all your experiences and all that you're doing for us. Is there anything that you want to leave the audience uh about your journey, about anything that they should know? Yes, I would say yeah. uh gratitude and faith are the two things that are gonna get you through any day,
1: any yeah. problem, any struggle, whether it be life and death. I've been through that situation where they give you medicine and they tell you you're gonna go to sleep and you may not wake up, or yeah. you may wake up change forever. Yeah. And that makes you realize that appreciate the sunset, appreciate your family, appreciate mm. the good food, the safety of America, uh everything that we hold dear and keep the faith, never give up. It's always possible to come back no matter how bad or or dark it gets. Uh,
0: Amen. And I know we we talked a little bit about that earlier. You know, when someone goes through an event like you just went through, they really go in two different directions, right? They, They can go down and say, you know, this isn't fair. I need pity and all that kind of stuff. You went the opposite direction. You made a lot out of it. And again, God tells us to number our days and he had a plan for you, and uh, again, we're, we're grateful that you're here with us today. I, I got the better
1: end of the deal. I love being here, and thank you so much for having me, Jerry. This is a great home and a family, and uh, I hope we can continue to do some good.
0: Nick, now that you're with Restoration America, you're doing a lot of investigative journalism for us. Uh, you had a chance to interview someone like Tucker Carlson recently, and uh, can you tell me a little bit about the state of independent journalism and, and where that's going?
1: Yes, it's expanding, but you wouldn't know it as an average citizen because they're trying so hard to stifle it there's putting money into cable news just a dying industry hard copy newspapers uh, Jeff Bezos with the Washington Post mm-hmm. kind of keeping them propped up but yeah there's so many places to go for your news Substack Twitter uh, you know X now mm-hmm. uh, even online forums like uh, the Daily Caller still up and running Daily Signal our wet news site Restoration News so it's growing but sadly there's a f- lack of fearlessness and Tucker Carlson mm-hmm. when I interviewed him briefly before his speech on faith in Ohio he talked about that and he said that as a Christian but also I think this applies to journalists as well. You have to be fearless. Yeah. You have to go in there knowing that you're gonna get persecuted, especially as a Christian, as mm-hmm. most of us are here. And um, even working with Dinesh D'Souza, I worked with him uh, on 2000 Mules and his recent movie, Police State, as an advisor and a researcher. That man talk about fearless. You know, he was persecuted yes. to the nth degree. And I think we need more people to do that. We need a conservative Hollywood. We need a counterculture, uh, our own New York Times. We need our own respected institutions. And it's hard because people want instant gratification, but this movement that's crushing us is 100 years in the making. Absolutely. So if we can take it, I think, piece by piece slowly, like the people that have inspired me, I think we'll have something if we pick up where they left off. But um, they're going to do everything they can to try to stop us because the truth interferes with their bottom line. It does. And then if they don't believe in God, you're going to not be on the same page on no. many things. If you think that life ends at 90 or 80 when you die... You're going to think a lot differently about how to
0: treat people yeah we, we always know we, there's a saying in the church right that the church grows with persecution and so the people that you mentioned have been persecuted and they're only getting stronger uh, and, and people are waking up as a result so it's really amazing to see that and, and you know we're grateful that there is independent journalism and again we got to protect that for the first amendment here uh free speech so
1: thank god i mean and especially in that first amendment not just free speech but freedom of religion closing yeah. the doors during covid depriving people of mass These are things Tucker also talked about. So uh, as Obama mocked us for clinging to our guns (laughs) and religion, I think it's not a bad bet these days to do. Cling to your faith, cling to your family, what's dear to you, and be fearless. Stand up whenever you can, and, and God will
0: take care of you. I love that. That's great. All right, well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting conservative media. Don't ever forget that by working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. Until next week, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without the liberal slam. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe by texting First Right to 30161. That's First Right. All caps, one word to 30161.